0: Hey guys welcome to the love and cookies podcast my name is nick and i'm sharing my story and encouraging you to live yours i hope you enjoy this episode i can be such an impatient driver and one of the things that drives me absolutely crazy is when you are sitting at a red light and it turns green And the car in front of you just doesn't go anywhere. Uh, And when I used to... There was a route I used to take to go to work. And there was a light that I would have to go to work sometimes at, you know, like 6.30 in the morning. And it was a left turn lane. And the light stayed green for about three seconds. If you were lucky, three, maybe four cars would get through that intersection in one light cycle. And so if that light turned green and the car in the front was not paying attention... You could literally have to sit through an entire light cycle, even if you were the second or third car. And it would just drive me absolutely crazy. Like, it didn't, I couldn't understand how somebody that was driving that route didn't realize that that was such a quick light and they needed to be paying attention. And there was just times that I'd be sitting at the light, just feeling like I wanted to scream at that person in front of me, like, what are you waiting for? Like, what, like, oh, what are you waiting for? Let's go. And it would just drive me crazy. And, as I've been launching into this podcast, I start with that story because I have asked myself that question so many times about this podcast. Nick, what are you waiting for? And so I felt like there just could not be a more fitting subject for episode one. And I've had this idea for my podcast for at least a few years now, and I've just kind of sat on it. I've... Kind of started the process or started researching what I would need to do or looking into how to start a podcast multiple times and just always stopped. And even now as I'm recording episode one, I've been close to just pulling back and and not doing it. And I I find myself, I've just been like that car sitting at the green light. I should have been going, but instead I've just been sitting there and I've just kept asking myself, like, what are you waiting for? Um, I know that God's given me the gifts and the talents to communicate his truths. So why have I waited? What, what, what has kept me from doing this? And I think the first thing is that I I didn't feel like I, I could. You know, there's been times in my life, you know, I felt like you know God's called me to do something, and it's easy to think, well, I don't have the talents to do this. Like I, I've never tried to, you know, start a podcast. I don't even know, like, if I even recorded audio. What do I do with it after that? Uh, none of that. Stuff. I didn't know any of that stuff, and so it was easy just to be like, well, you know, like I don't, I don't really have the talents to, to do that, and. I went through a similar process when I, I started my blog that I have. I am Nick Spindler. And where I just, I thought God was calling me to do it, And I'm like, you know, why why would anybody read this? And, you know, I think back when I was in high school, uh, math was my favorite subject. I was really good at math. I took AP math courses in high school, got college credit for them, uh, and English and grammar, not really my thing. I didn't enjoy it. I couldn't stand it. Going into my junior year of high school, I I wasn't really sure why, but my English teacher recommended me for AP English. And I absolutely hated that idea. It was uh, uh, the thought of, you know, really, really hard English course. Just no, not for me. But my mom, uh, was like, well, your teacher wouldn't recommend you for it if she didn't think you could do it. So you're gonna sign up for it. And I'm like, mom, no, I, like you don't understand. I I hate English. I just I hate it. She's like, no, 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 no. She wouldn't if you if she didn't think you could do it. So so you, you're gonna do it. I was like, fine, whatever. Signed up for the class. On the first day, we went in, and you know, the first day, you cover the syllabus. You go over the class rules, you introduce yourself and, you know, tell two truths and a lie and try to figure out which ones, you know, that's what you do on the first day. The first day of AP English, we walk in, the teacher tells us to get out a paper and write an essay. Uh, so <laughs> immediately after that class, I went to the guidance counselor and switched out because I wasn't having any of that. And so that so that was in, in high school. And then in college, I actually had a professor that Asked to keep one of my reports to use an, as an example for a future class. Like, what? She she actually emailed me. as was like, Nick, I need to meet with you in my office. And uh, at that moment, you know, you start freaking out because you're like, oh, my gosh, did I forget to cite something? Or, you know, did I accidentally plagiarize something in in my paper? Like, what in the world is getting ready to happen? And I show up and she asked, hey, can I hold on to a copy of your paper so that I can show it to future students? And I was like... I- really? You? I mean, yeah, if you want to use mine, that's fine, but I'm not, okay, whatever. Um, And then, you know, fast forward a few years later and I feel like God's calling me to start a blog and I'm like, you know, like what? And all throughout school, you know, I'm like, my talents are math, my talents are math, my talents are math. Um, but, you know, I just follow God. I'm, I find out I love writing and, you know, people are telling me they're being encouraged by it and stuff like that. And then my mom moves out of her house and cleans out her attic and, gets down a box of a bunch of old stuff that I had from school and and different things that, you know, used to be hanging on the fridge that she held on to. And I was looking through that box and I found a creative arts award for literature that I had won in the third grade. I had submitted a poem uh, to some contest and won an award for it. So already in third grade, God was showing me where my talents were and It just took me a while to uh, to figure it out and to start using them, and you know, uh, it's kind of like in the in in Matthew twenty five. There's the parable of talents, and it talks about how the master was gonna go away on a trip, and he gave talents to everybody. He gave, you know, some got more, some got less, but everybody got talents. And so, it's been a struggle. I feel like you know, well, I don't, I don't have these talents, and God's like, no, yes, you do. Like, I gave you talents, like. I I shouldn't be shocked that I'm good at something. <laughs> like, like God, God has given me talents, and so it shouldn't be surprising to me that, like, I, I excel at something. You know, that I should almost expect that. I should expect that because God's given me those talents. And so it's not, like, me being prideful. It's not anything I've done on my own. God's given me the ability to do these things. And so the fact that I have... Talents that I have a gifting in certain areas, it, it shouldn't be a surprise to me. Uh, so I I can't let that hold me back, and you know I've been letting that thought hold me back from doing this. Another thing that's held me back is waiting for God to lay out the path before me and show me the way. Uh, you know, like wait, all right, well, okay, you know, I kind of think God's calling me to do this, but, you know, if he is, like, you know, he'll He'll make this available or he'll do this or, you know, I, I need to know, you know, if I'm going to do this, I need to know exactly how to do it and, and how I'm going to get listeners and where it's going to be in three years. And just the thought process of needing to know the steps can, has held me back. And if we if we continue on that parable of the talents, uh, it, it talks about how the master gave the talents to all the, the servants. And then it says he left on his trip. You know, he didn't sit down with them and say, all right, you know, I gave this to you and I want you to do A, B, and C with it. And then when that happens, you're going to do this. And then after that, you're going to do this. And then you're going to do this. And then you're going to do this. It says that he gave them those talents and then he left on his trip. And it was up to them to go ahead and use those talents. Once I got to a point that I'm like, okay, you know, God has given me these talents well, then I get stuck waiting for him to tell me what to do with them when God is like, what are you waiting for? Like, just just take a step of faith. When I go to job interviews, one of the questions that I'm often asked that I can't stand the most is, where do you see yourself in five years? That's like a standard job interview question, and I, I can't stand it. You know, where do you see yourself in five years? My answer is all the, always the same. Wherever God leads me, I'm like I'm like I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, like I I don't know where I'm gonna be in five years. And every time I've been asked that question, I'm I tell them like five years ago, if you had asked me, my answer would have not been interviewing for this job. I would have never saw myself in this position five years ago, and so I don't know where I'm gonna be in five years. Wanting to have it all laid out in front of us and those things and letting that hold me back, it, it, God's not going to give me the, the the five-year roadmap. Not that he can't, but it, it just hasn't happened in my life before. So, you know, heading into making this podcast, I don't have a complete roadmap. I don't know what exactly is going to happen. I just know to record it and I can put it up and I can't wait for God to, you know, give me a five-year plan to get started. I've just got to start using those talents that God's given me and see where it goes from there and just be faithful in that. The last thing that has held me back, and this one is huge, is feeling like I wasn't good enough. Or feeling like, how how, how could it be me? Why me? How me? Even as I'm recording this, I still have the thought of like, man, who is actually going to listen to this? So it's it's kind of scary to take that step, to step out in faith. To say, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to sit here and I'm going to record this and I'm going to edit it and then I'm going to put it up and then we'll see. And the biggest thing, the biggest reason that's scary is cuz it's completely out of my control. That you know, I'm not this big podcast guru. not that I ever plan on being one. You know, I can record it and I can put it out there, but then I can't do anything else after that. I can't make people, you know, go listen to it or anything like that. It's completely out of my control, but I can't let that hold me back. When I was 16 years old, I went to a, a Christian summer camp, Teen Valley Ranch, for two weeks. I went One week, my youth pastor was speaking, and I was going with him. And then the next week, our youth group was attending the camp, and I was going to hang out with them that week. And so uh, that first week when my youth pastor was speaking, I got assigned to what they called work detail, which is uh, you are like the maintenance crew at camp. So I was like doing the weed eating, and they had some new bunks, uh, new cabins that they were building. And so I was in there kind of helping out with that, uh, kind of whatever they needed done around camp. It was my job to help out with that. And then the second week they let me be a kind of junior counselor with my youth group. And so as I was going through those two weeks and especially in that second week, when I was a junior counselor, I really felt like God was calling me to stay at that camp for the summer. Now, I had not applied, I hadn't interviewed, I hadn't done anything. I had just been there for a couple weeks because my youth pastor was there and my youth group was there. But I was like, you know, like, I really feel like God's calling me to stay here. So I went to the camp director and I said, hey, this is what I think. This is why I feel like God's telling me that I I am supposed to stay and work here this summer. What are your thoughts? (laughs) And he was like, you know, let me think about it. I'll get back to you And the next day call me back into his office, and he said, you know, if you really feel like that's what God's calling you to do, then let's go for it. Now, I like I said, I hadn't applied. I didn't interview. They had a full week worth of training that I had none of. I didn't even have enough clothes packed. Like, I was completely unprepared for this. But I just was like, you know what, here we go. And I went home that weekend. And here, the other fun part. Um, I had to tell my parents, like I said, I was 16 years old. I've been I'd already been away for two weeks. And now I'm like, hey, by the way, I feel like God's telling me I need to stay away for the rest of the summer. I had a job back at home and I had to go tell my boss that I wasn't going to be back for the rest of the summer. Um, there was nothing That qualified me for this, but I knew it was what God wanted me to do. So I went home, I had the conversation with my parents, I had the conversation with my boss, everybody was good with it, and I went back up for the rest of the summer. And that summer, for every other week, you know, they could have easily just stuck me on work detail for the rest of the the summer, been like, you know, well, he didn't get any of the training, he didn't do any of this, he's just gonna cut the grass all summer long. The rest of the summer, I was a counselor every single week. I wasn't qualified at all, but I took that step out in faith in what I felt like God was calling me to do. And that summer has set me on a course that brings me to where I am today recording this first episode of my podcast. If I hadn't taken that step of faith, if I had thought, you know what, I am, I'm not good enough for this, I'm not qualified to do this, then I don't know that I would be sitting here recording this podcast right now. Um, and it's, it just reminds me in uh, of the story of Paul. You know, in Acts chapter nine, Paul goes straight from murdering Christians to preaching the gospel of Jesus. Like he was on the road to Damascus, he was going there to arrest some people uh, that were followers of Christ, and he was going to kill them. And God changes his heart, he accepts Christ, and he immediately just goes into preaching. And sharing the love of Christ with people so much so that the, the Bible tells us that his preaching was so powerful they couldn't refute that Jesus was the Messiah. So this guy, you know, he didn't say, "Okay, well, I'm gonna, you know, take a few months off and and really study some things." He didn't say, "Well, you know, I haven't gone to seminary yet, so how could I preach?" You know, it just says that he he didn't wait. He knew that that's what God had called him to do, that God said, I've called you to reach these people. And he just immediately started walking in faith and doing it. And the Bible tells us that as he did that, his preaching became more powerful and more powerful and more powerful. God supplied him with more as he began to walk in what God had called him to do. And I found the same thing to be true in my life, that I can't wait until I feel like I have it all put together. I can't wait until I I feel like I'm good enough because... The truth is that's never going to be the case. So here I am. I'm, I'm stepping out in faith and I'm starting this podcast. I'm not going to sit at the green light anymore. You know, God has given me the talents. God has given me some direction and he doesn't expect me to know everything, to have it all together, to feel like I'm good enough at it. And so I'm not going to wait around anymore. Welcome to Loving Cookies. Thank you guys for listening to the Loving Cookies podcast. You know, there's not much better than a fresh-baked cookie. So go ahead and subscribe so that you can get new episodes straight out of the oven. And don't be selfish. Share them with your friends. Again, thanks for listening. Until next time.